everyone. Welcome back to Unguarded. We are the Guardian Scholars Program out of CSU Bakersfield, and we're really thankful that you chose to tune into this episode and listen to our conversation and the dialogue we bring to the table of Guardian. Um, we are um, in the almost in the last week of classes. Next week, we have our last couple of days, and then we're moving into finals which I think we're all really grateful for because this has been a challenging semester, no doubt. But today is the 3rd of December. We just got through Thanksgiving, December and Christmas and the holidays are fast upon us. So we are just like, does anyone else feel like you're just skidding into, <laughs> skidding into finals? Like just yes. running to get there? Yeah, yeah. Man, definitely. Yeah, I think Jojo said it best, man. So on that, <laughs> on that note, I'm Monica. I'm the coordinator of the Guardian Scholars Program and have been for the last nine years. I'm really privileged to um, work with an amazing team of young people and to be involved in the production of this podcast. And I have two co-hosts with me today. I like when we introduce ourselves every episode because we never know who is a returning listener who are new audience members. So we'll just start from the very, very beginning. Um, and I'll start with me just to give you a little background in case you're new to, to our podcast. Again, my name is Monica. I am an alumnus of CSU Bakersfield. I, I did my grad work at Loyal and Marymount University. Um, I have two boys, one is 26 and the other one is 20. And I have three dogs who I love very much. And I'm a professor in the English department. I'm also the coordinator of this program. I'm really happy to be here with you today. So I'm going to let my other co-hosts introduce themselves, maybe give you a little bit of background on um, who they are, just in case, again, you're new, but I'll kick it over to Jojo first, and then we'll get going with our topic. Monica, how am I supposed to go right after you? I can't compete with that. <laughs> Not a competition, Jojo. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> It's my turn, Monica. It's my turn. Hi, everybody. It's me, Jojo. I'm happy to be back with you guys. For those who don't know me, I am a senior. This is my last semester. No, I have one more semester at CSU Bakersfield. I am a new mom. Well, I'm considered a still new mom. She's about to be 10 months. Her name is Journey. Um, What else? I don't know. That's it. Oh, my major is psychology, and I'm thinking about going into the master's program and social work. So that's going to be new. So I'm happy to be back with you guys and share today. I'm going to pass it over to Ashley. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Ashley T. Um, I am a student assistant for GSP, for those who don't know me. I do a lot of the social media and Instagram posts. I am a junior at CSUB and I'm a human biology major. And basically my goal is to be a nurse or an occupational therapist. So that's a little bit about me and I love mental health. So I'm really excited to be on this podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as you can tell, I work with pretty amazing young women and our program is full of amazing young men and women who are super resilient and always inspiring and um, I'm just, you know, it's, it's a privilege to be here today with everybody and to have you all listening to us. Thank you. We've received a lot of support lately um, and we really appreciate anybody who takes 
it's a time to tune in and, you know, follow us on our journey. And again, we're not professional podcasters. I don't think any of us were communications majors, but sometimes, you know, especially in the middle of being so um, limited in terms of how we are able to be in one another's presence with the pandemic right now, it was really important to us that we develop a space where we can continue to motivate one another, inspire one another, get our resources and information out there and just really create a space to dialogue openly about what's going on and hopefully to bring some positivity to anyone who's listening to us and some realness for sure. So today, what we're talking about is the concept of our why. And um, we've been talking about, you know, how to stay connected, how to stay motivated, how to stay academically just um, inspired, right? And engaged over the last, sheesh, almost now 10 months of working and studying from home. And again, we are remote right now. We will be until probably next fall. And so we have worked really hard in all of our episodes to find a, a space and to bring up topics that we hope are helpful. I know for us, just in the podcast development, and our brainstorming about ideas. Um, we come from our own perspective and we try to bring forth topics that we think are relevant, but to be honest, it's just us here talking about what works, what we're struggling with and, and what keeps us motivated. And one of those things that we often talk about is our purpose and why we do what we do. And I think that this topic comes up almost every episode, at least for me it does because I know that I don't do anything at this point in my life for money. Um, it's not that we don't all need money. It's not that we don't all need to live and make a living and provide for ourselves and our families and the people we love. I get it. But I've always said that, you know, money is not, um, it, it's not enough of a motivation to keep people happy and producing and going to where they need to be day in and day out. And so you know, let's talk a little bit today about what is a why, what is the why factor in terms of what we do, and um, I'll open that up to you ladies, and we can go through that a little bit before maybe we give some personal, um, you know, conversation about what our own why is and how we got to that place. So what's a why to you ladies? Let's just go through that first. Um, I think a why is like, why you do what you do and why you love doing it. Whenever I think about this, I've been thinking about a previous podcast a lot, Monica, when you were saying like, uh, we were talking about changing majors and you said, why are you doing this major? Why are you taking these classes? Is it enough to get you through lectures, like long hours of homework? And I think that all those things come into playing, like what's your why? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I think that I started to realize that in my undergrad experience because, you know, I struggled through some classes. I think that's really common for some people. And then I knew some people who didn't struggle through a whole lot. But for me, I really thought like, I have to enjoy what I'm doing. Otherwise I'm not going to do my best. That's just how I function. And so I really began to explore that. I want to say my first four years of college, first four to five years of college. So yeah, I agree with you. Jojo, what's your definition of what is a why? Um, mine's is pretty much simple. It is, to me, it's my purpose. And that means to me what I've been through. 
And in order for me to find my purpose or to me to get to where I need to be, I have to look back and figure out how everything that I went through got me to where I am today in order to get to where I need to be. Does that make sense? That made a lot of sense. I liked that. I'm like, hope I ain't lose nobody. But (laughs) that's, that's how I've just been thinking this pandemic has gave me different a different aspect of my life and just putting my best foot forward and just thinking about where I came from and why do I even want to do this anymore and that that goes into like work like as far as my job my current jobs where I want to go in the future do I want to work for somebody do I want to be my own boss and so much more which I'll get into later but that's that's my why So basically we're equating why with purpose, right? And the reasons that we do what we do. And um, again, I want to reiterate, I know we're all in need. We all have a responsibility to provide for ourselves and others. Um, So I'm not saying money is not a great purpose. I think that kind of leads to, you know, that we can have multiples of whys, right? We can have a few whys and definitely providing for oneself and others is a very strong why. I get it. But I think as people who have choices, especially in terms of our education, I think it's really important when you're selecting a major, continuing on within that, you know, that um, academic, continuing down that academic road and then career choices, you know, Um, I think it's a wonderful um, option to have to think about why we do what we do and to think about the optimal conditions for ourselves. So um, I think the next thing I, I think we should go through is maybe if we want to share like what our why is or what our whys are. And um, I'll open it up to you guys to start if anybody wants to go first. I'll go. Um. I feel like I'm still figuring out what my purpose is Mm -hmm. and I feel like I shouldn't be judged or I don't feel like I'm wrong for still figuring it out because look think about it like this when we're growing up or when we were younger and for those of you that's still young you might be going through this right now but our parents is oh what do you want to do in class they're like what you want to be in life and then we say like a doctor or a teacher or some people say farmers I wanted to be an ice cream truck lady (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome you guys have to hear my mom tell the story but I wanted to be an ice cream ice cream truck lady and now I'm like I don't want to, I don't want to do that, but that was my, my purpose. I was trying to, when I was in school, when I was younger, I wanted, that was my goal that I wanted to get to right now. Okay, I pause. To- pause, pause, pause. We have, to, we have to hear part of the story. You have to tell me what was it about the ice cream truck <laughs> experience that was, that was interesting to you. <laughs> okay. I think, uh, you know what, let's do this. Let's just get off track for a second and talk about our childhood whys or our childhood goals and maybe how they shifted. So you're the ice cream truck lady, go. Like, 
please explain that to me. I have to know what it was. Was it the bell? Was it the music? Was it the kids running? <laughs> I, it was the no. experience. And what was that? What was okay, the experience? So I, I stay, I'm from South Central LA, you guys, if you guys do not know, which is not the most right you know right. so right. I stayed in an apartment building so I couldn't hear the ice cream truck on a daily basis I couldn't go to the ice cream truck on a daily basis because I would have to go all the way downstairs out the building my mom wasn't going for that mm -hmm. so my cousins they moved down the street and they owned the house okay so I'm like okay I'm gonna go to my cousin's house so the first time I went to the ice cream truck I heard it and I ran outside I had no money but I ran outside and I went to the ice cream truck and it was a lady. She was the nicest lady I have ever met in my life. It was an older lady too. I, And it's crazy because she was the only older ice cream lady I've ever seen. Everyone else, either a man or they pretty young, mm -hmm. but she was the nicest lady and she gave me a free ice cream. Because she was like, what are you doing out here? Like, where's your parents? And I was like, I don't know. This is my first time. I just want some ice cream. <laughs> and, she, and she stood there eventually like, you know, my, my mom, she came outside and stuff. So it was cool. But she talked to me. She helped me pick out the ice cream. She explained like what she did, her routes and wow. how, how she had the music and just everything about it. And it was just an amazing experience for me and how just bringing joy to little kids faces when they see the ice cream truck is amazing and I wanted to be that person to spread that joy so that was that's why I wanted to be ice cream truck. <laughs> wow. that's a great why that's ex that's exactly what we're talking about Jojo you said it I wanted to spread joy yes an example of and that it wasn't about the money exactly it exactly. wasn't about the money and I think that's that's another problem we got but yeah. it was just I wanted to spread joy and that experience you 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 can pay for that joy you saw when a person when a little kid saw the ice cream truck you can pay for that type of happiness yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. wow that is such a throwback and I think your why is really important there and let, let's just pause there. Ashley, do you have any childhood whys or like occupational goals you had that maybe kind of led you to where you are now? Honestly, okay. I don't think I remember anybody. When I was younger, it was weird. I don't have a lot of memories from when I was young. I think I wanted to be the basic things when I was very little, like a princess or like a model or like a singer because my family would like, put on these little runway shows for me and they'd be like show me your model walk or do this or do that so they would just like mess with me and uh, <laughs> when I got a little bit older like um junior high maybe before high school I really wanted to be a crime scene investigator because I would always watch CSI with my mom like almost every night and it just looked so cool but I think I had the wrong why. So JoJo gave an example of a good why. This is a bad why because it was a TV show <laughs> yes, and it looked really cool yes. with all that stuff on. I couldn't do it. So that's an example of a bad why. I really like JoJo's example about spreading joy, but I think it's important yeah. to like 
point out there are good ones and there are like ones that may seem interesting but may not be for you so make sure you really think on it I think a sustainable why is what we're looking for here but again no judgment no judgment about it and you know what I'm gonna (laughs) don't judge my childhood why because this is gonna sound I don't know I don't know how it's gonna sound I'm just gonna say it so when I was little my mom and dad were um pretty, they were field workers. Like they worked on ranches and they picked produce. And this was when they were very young. Um, and it, it was before me, but, um, before I came along, but still, like, I think I grew up seeing my parents again, working for people and working under very difficult conditions. And I just, I think that I, I internalized a lot of that. So when I used to get asked, what do you want to be when you're, when you grow up, all I would say was, I don't know, but I want to carry a briefcase. Like whatever I do, I want to <laughs> carry a briefcase. And I was very little. So I think with me, I equated a briefcase with somebody who was in charge and mm-hmm. um, who, you know, was, I guess, a boss or, you know, worked in a specific field. I had no idea. I just know that I'd say I'm going to carry a briefcase when I'm older. That's all. And I think I meant, like, I thought that meant business. <laughs> like in the business world, you know, that was very important to me, the whole briefcase thing. Um, but, you know, as I got older and I went into education, I was like, I guess I could carry a briefcase. I'm more comfortable with a backpack. So I don't know, like <laughs> it, it wasn't a great why, but I think that just somewhere in my mind, after seeing my parents work so hard and work for so many people, maybe in positions where for many years they weren't in direct leadership roles, as a little kid, I saw that and it bothered me. Although my dad did end up moving on and up in his company and then in, in his own, you know, consulting business. But that was many years later. So I think I was like, I just want to be the boss. I don't care what I do. I got to be a boss someplace to carry briefcase. <laughs> so not a good why. Not a good one. <laughs> I know I'm embarrassed, but this is the truth. So anyway, um, Let's talk about, we talked about a little bit about like where our whys came from and maybe that they shifted. We'll discuss that later, but I think right now we should maybe share a little bit about what our whys are. And um, if anybody wants to go first, I'm open to that. Like, what is your why now? And do you have a few different whys? I have, I guess a, a few whys right now so let's see my why which is my purpose ultimately is to be happy and that's my number one because I see a lot of people who are miserable in what they pick to do or how their life is because maybe they got that job for money you know I don't know their background but I'm just assuming like, you know, it was, they have that particular job for a reason besides happiness. So whatever, because I'm, I kind of flip-flopped because first it was the ice cream truck lady. Then Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a pediatrician. Then when I started, I was a communications major or thinking about being a communication major. And then I moved to psychology and now I'm moving to social work. But I feel like they're all connected in a way, mm-hmm. because even though they kind of all flip flop flop, 
But if you think about it, the ice cream truck lady, she was an independent worker. She worked for herself and she was happy mm-hmm. and spreading joy. The pediatrician was helping kids stay happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. The psychology major, well, the communication major, I wanted to figure out a better way to communicate with people and educate myself more. And then the psychology major, I wanted to go into marriage and family therapy, which is spreading happiness, trying to get back to happiness and helping people. And social work is all in the same, all in the same. So they're all connected, but I feel like those, all of those three things was given, would give me my purpose, which would be happiness ultimately and financial financial stability too as well because you know social work is a pretty good working field to be in financially and health-wise for others I'm pretty sure it does something for like stress you out a little bit all the everybody information coming in on you but anywho I feel like those are my purposes and I feel like I'm also doing this because where I come from, a lot of people don't go to higher education. They don't go to high school or finish high school. So I wanna break, I wanna break, you know, records and standards that didn't no one think that I would I would reach. Mm-hmm. And I wanna also, because I mentioned also I'm a mom. So I have someone looking up to me every day, even though she's only about to be 10 months, but eventually she will understand. She sees what's going on right now and hears. She may not understand fully, but eventually she will understand everything that's going on around her and everything that's being said around her. So I want to show her because we have successful people in our family that don't have an education. But I also want to show her that you can be successful as well with your education and have both sides to choose from. Like if you wanted to, you know, continue your education, this is the route you can take and I can help you succeed in that way. But I also want her to know that if you didn't want to go to education route and you're into music or into acting and how good it is to still have that under your belt, but you still can be successful doing something else. So Journey, she is my number one purpose right now. And that's me. <laughs> that's a great why. And and I can tell that they've shifted a little bit as time has gone by, but like the core is, like you said, bringing happiness to people. Sounds like helping to bring stability to people and to just, you know, be a part of that process, which is really gratifying. It is. Yeah, I feel like you... You, in order to reach your purpose, you have to experience life. And we talked about this in the past with Dr. Cantrell and it's, it's, I think of it as like, it's not necessarily where you're going, but it's where you've been. Mm-hmm. And that means like, in order for me to succeed, I have to go through things and experience things to know if this is this path is right for me mm-hmm. so it's the obstacles that I went through in order to get me where I am I have always been a live and learner 
And as I'm getting older, I'm trying to get in the habit of listening and learning. But honestly, you have to live and learn to a certain extent to know that's not where you want to be. Yeah, I experienced that, but I want to go here. I want better for myself. I want to do this. So you just got to, you know, let let time go on and just experience life and then you you find your purpose because you don't have to know right now. I feel like you don't have to know right now, but eventually you will know. Mm-hmm. Ashley, you want to share what your why is or whys? Yeah, I think I have a few whys, but first I wanted to say right now, honestly, I'm one of those people that is struggling with finding what my purpose is like when I think about what I want to do I know what I love I love to help people you know I love positive mental health I love talking to people I'm very social and I love meeting new people so I want really want to go into healthcare because I know you get patients you see new people every day you get to help them become a better you get to help them become a better version of themselves. And so that's why I want to do that. But it's also like struggling. Like, do I really want to do this? Or what if I went into this instead? Because, you know, I'm, I'm young. I haven't had a lot of experiences. I haven't gone to like a lot of events that tell you about like professions and this and that. So for me, the bit, the hardest thing about my why is taking the, te- the step to where I want to be. So I need to like get confidence before I can actually do that. Because, you know, me, I'm barely venturing out right now. Like I would have never thought I would be on a podcast like this. But here I am. And I love it. It's amazing. It's a great experience. But it's just hard for me to get the, the rest of those experiences. So right now, I think I would say my why is definitely to finish college. Uh, the biggest fear that I have right now is the uncertainty of my future. And so having that degree and being able to take that next step would definitely help me. So my why is to keep going right now, to keep showing up, to get my degree. And I just want to get out there and help people in the healthcare field. I also have this virtual job which I love so I feel like that's my second why because I really like to help people like get creative with things that they want to market and stuff like that so I also have that which I can do and I guess the third why would be photography that's like my one of my other passions I love taking pictures and it just like brings smiles to people's faces and they have those memories to hold for so long So um, I guess those all tie into each other as well. The mental health that taking care of someone and then doing what I love to do online. It's like a different thing because there's one that may be stressful and there's one that's a stress relief. So it kind of balances me out. So I think having a why where you find balance is really important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you, Ashley, for that. I I love how you bring up... um, that it's kind of like dual-sided with you right now. Like mm-hmm. you're doing what you have to do academically, but then there's this other like more creative part. And I think that we all have that. I like to think, and I could be wrong, but I've worked with um, college students for 20 years now and I've gotten pretty good 
at identifying people's talents. And I'm always kind of trying to nudge them in that direction. You know, when I see students who have who've chosen a major for very good reasons, okay? And those reasons could definitely work into long-term career experience for them. I, I totally understand that. But then I also see like certain, like just natural inclinations, natural talents towards certain things. And I always encourage them to explore those as well because those are equally worth exploring as a career option or maybe a passion project or maybe part-time work. But honestly, I really feel like those little things that we are really passionate about deserve that time and attention as much as our major if it's different, right? Because you never know which area you could go into or both. So um, I just, I like to, I like when I see people doing specific things, like, are you sure you'd want to do that? Like as a career? (laughs) But anyway, that kind of brings me to this point because one of the things that we're talking about also is how our why changes over time. And I think if, and nobody's asking me, I know nobody asked, but I would like to give anybody listening who is in the middle of this or you two, just a little piece of advice, always be open to change, always being open to your why changing, your career path changing, um, maybe your personal interest changing and not to be afraid to explore that. And that's one of the things like Jordan, our producer provided us some wonderful articles on um, purpose and the why factor and how, you know, just an amazing background on it. And we'll do another podcast where we kind of go through some of those main points as, you know, the research kind of brings up. But I feel like one of the things that one of the articles talked about was really being open to the fact that we will change and your why will change and not to be afraid to pursue something new if you happen to change your mind in mid-flight, right? Which happens, that's just life. So anyway, in terms of my whys, and the reason I bring that up is because my whys have really changed a few times through the years. And I think, you know, like Jojo mentioned, she um, she wanted to bring joy to people. And then Ashley talked about, you know, wanting to really help people and be like in the medical field and and be like of service to people in that way. I have to be honest, and I think that my whys have changed a lot through the years. And, and it doesn't bring me like a lot of pride to say this, but, and I think I talk about money not being enough of a purpose because I want to say in the beginning of my academic career, um, I think like two years in, I had my son and I had him during undergrad. And so my purpose very quickly became to make money because I needed to provide for my son immediately and long-term. And so, but I realized really fast that that wasn't enough of a purpose to help me really develop a career that I would enjoy long-term. And so I had to really start thinking about that also because I, I wasn't finding a lot of joy in my coursework. And um, somebody asked me one time, like, what is the one thing you loved to do as a kid? And is there any way you can connect that to a long-term professional goal? And when I was asked that question, I thought back and I was like, I really loved reading and I really loved sharing that information and that passion for lots of things about reading with other people. And I was like, you know what? I want to be an English major. Like I want to do something that nobody that I know has ever done. I want to spend my time, you know, studying not just books, but studying populations of people, historical events, theory, 
um, you know, all of the genres of lit and, and just really like allowing myself to dive into something that I had a real passion for. And I know a lot of people don't feel that way, but I did. And I was like, I want to be an English teacher someday. And um, so anyway, I, I allowed myself to pursue something because I knew I needed to make a living. So my why was I have to provide for my son, but my why, and I'm really glad I gave myself permission to experience this was also to enjoy what it was I was doing. And that brought me a lot of joy and fulfillment. I didn't know where it would take me 20 years later. Um, didn't know I'd end up in higher education for 20 years of my career, had no idea that was on the horizon for me, but it was. And, and it really kind of led me back to, you know, maybe not sharing English, okay, literature, poetry, plays, whatever, but it did lead me to sharing um, a positive academic experience with a lot of people and helping them walk through that. And I would never have foreseen myself in that position, but that is where I am. And that why never changed that, that desire to help people that desire to maybe make their road a little bit easier. I really struggled in undergrad and I thought maybe someday I'll be in a position to help people out. And now I am, which is amazing. But I want to say now, and one of our articles talks about the midlife crisis between 40 and 50 and how we begin to shift our purpose and our why. And I have to say, in the last 10 years, I have started re-identifying my why because my children are grown. I have an established career. And now I'm like, man, what's my why? Like, what's the next step? You know, so I'm in the middle of identifying what the next stage of my purpose is. And for me, I think it's really focusing on impacting greater numbers of people in different ways, maybe governmentally, maybe in terms of writing, you know, maybe in terms of going back and pursuing a PhD. I don't know, but I know that my why is shifting right now and it really is true. So I think when I read that, I kind of laughed about it because one of the things I try to do is help people to um, not experience, but to face that little midlife crisis earlier so that they really live a contemplative life in this, that they are always thinking about what is my why? Is it accurate? Is it timely? Am I thinking? Am I staying true to it? Am I running from it? Am I afraid of it? Like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And we all have different perspectives on purpose or on calling. Like, what is our calling, right? Some people think it's a spiritual calling. Some people might say it's a psychological calling. Um, you know, that source can be different for everyone, but I really try to have those conversations with people and encourage them to continue to think about their why and how it will shift. And when it does, it's okay, because that means we're changing and growing. Maybe some stages of our lives are ending, some are beginning, that's exciting. But to go back to, are you still fulfilled? Are you still happy? Are you experiencing growth? Are you still learning? right? Because for me, those are very important parts of whys. So yes, I have multiple whys. Yeah, I know that was a lot and it got a little bit deep, but that, you know, is really what I have thought about over the last few years. And so I was really happy that we're talking about this today and how it relates to our students today. And you guys, please chime in and, you know, if you, this resonates with you, but our students are in a real crisis right now 
because of the pandemic and because we are now learning remotely, studying remotely, commuting remotely. And I think now is one of the most important times in any of our lives to understand your why and to really have a concentrated focus effort in addressing your why, in recognizing and acknowledging your why every single day, because it would be really easy right now to give up. If you didn't know what your why was, it'd be so easy to take a gap year, take a gap semester, come back, maybe not come back, fail classes, whatever. You've got to know why you're doing what you're doing, especially right now. I've been waiting to get in there and say something. Get in there, <laughs> get in there. Uh, I agree with Monica. I agree with you, Monica. And I said this because I feel like our life is like a book. And I say this because it's like our teens is our chapter, our 20s is a chapter, 30s is a chapter, and each chapter of our lives where something new is happening where we shift. Mm -hmm. So for example, when I was in high school, my purpose, my goal was to graduate high school, right? So right. now that's, I've done that. So now I moved on to a new chapter or a different phase in my life, and that was college. So my my purpose was to complete college, which I'm still on that purpose, but I had a baby in the middle of that. So all my, my purpose is not just to finish now or not just to do this, but it's so much more that I have on my plate now. It's like I, I changed. So in order for everything to flow, my purpose had to change too. Right. My mindset had to change too. And during this time, I also got sick. And that brought attention to, to my eyes too, because you don't think that certain things that happen in your life where you're tested or you feel like your back is against the wall. And when that does happen, your purpose is going to change as well. Because it brings a new light. You're like, okay, life is real. This is possible. Right. Okay, now I'm going to do something. Now this is going to happen. So it's like it all flows in together. And I'm, I'm still young. I'm not the, you know, the oldest person, but I'm not the youngest. I'm 26, going on 27. And I'm experiencing life. And everything, every day, my purpose today can change easily tomorrow, depending on what happens throughout this day. Like one little thing in your life can change your purpose, but you can't let it break you. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Jojo. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We're getting deep today on this. This is wow. <laughs> we haven't even gone into all the tips and all the research and what is a calling as opposed to what purpose is like, or what your why is like, this is, there's some really great dialogue to be had around this. And I really feel like it's timely. I feel like it's something that, you know, if do we don't identify, two, we are part two, mm -hmm. part, maybe part three. Exactly. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with everything that you've said. Um, so yeah, any final thoughts on our whys? Any advice maybe you want to give to anybody who's listening? Well, I wanted to take it back to, I really liked Monica when you were talking about how 
right now is the time we're all questioning our wives, especially uh, me. I'm going to be honest. I was questioning my why when this whole pandemic hit. You know, everybody was talking about, oh, shoot, like, what am I going to do? I need to take a semester off or I need to stop. I need to pause right now. And I was definitely one of those people. And I was thinking about like, well, what am I going to do if I'm not in school? And if you took a semester off, that is completely okay. As long as you have something back up, you know, you have to think about your mental health and you. But me, for my situation, I was going to be, you know, uh, in a job that I didn't necessarily feel like I was growing in anymore. And I didn't like the people that I was dealing with because people right now are being kind of mean lately because everything that's happening, which is completely understandable because we're all under a lot of stress. But the thing is, I was already under a lot of stress, so I couldn't handle the stress of other people. So I kind of just stuck it out and I'm here and I'm showing up. And I think that showing up is the biggest part of continuing your why and as long as you keep going you will succeed so that's something that I wanted to put out there I thought that that was really great that you said that and I can relate to a lot of people if you're going back and forth and wanting to quit or pause I think it's important to weigh out all your options you know uh, think about what's going to benefit you think about how that's going to affect you and then make a decision based on that don't make a decision based on the circumstances and how you feel right now because like Jojo says it always changes so stick it out if you can if you have to take a break there's nothing wrong with it like Monica said but yeah I wanted to put that in there yeah no I agree thank you Ashley I appreciate that so obviously we have a lot more to talk about where this is concerned we haven't even gotten into any of the maybe suggestions or tips that we have found through researching or even just through this conversation about, you know, maybe not having your why in place, maybe not understanding exactly why you're doing what you're doing, but we do have some information that could be helpful for you. However, because we don't want to run too long on this and we will come with you, we'll come at it um, with part two and make sure that we provide some information in another episode and get back into this conversation. And again, we're really interested audience members um, to hear about what you're thinking about and, and how maybe this relates to you, especially at this time. So thank you again for my co-hosts who've been really candid with, you know, their childhood wise versus their adult. <laughs> adult. <laughs> yeah, and it's all related. Absolutely. So um, just to recap a little bit, again, this is about what your why is and what your purpose is and how that shifts and how it's okay if it shifts and it's to be expected. Um, but just to keep that in the forefront of your mind as much as you can. And lots of people do that in different ways. Some people journal it every day. Some people visualize it every day. Some people write it down. They have it on their mirror every day. Like, what is my why? Why am I doing this? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What's my end goal? You know, to keep that in the forefront of your mind always and make small decisions every day that lead you to that, you know, to that end place, to that goal. So um, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about something lighter, which is our normal episode tips, tricks, or picks of the week. And um, yeah, anybody have any good ones today? Uh, I don't know if it's a good one, but it's mine. <laughs> I'm like, what I have for you guys would be a pick 
and I haven't done it yet, but this is what I'm picking and what I'm choosing to do. So I am in finals, which is really stressful. Um, so I find myself kind of stress eating mm-hmm. a little bit because mm-hmm. I always want a snack or I need a snack to help me stay awake in my class or doing my homework or whatever. So my last final, I want to say is December 9th. I want to say so no December 8th and December 9th I'm gonna start a 30-day challenge nice and it's like a finals cleanse a health cleanse an yes, overall cleanse it. so I am going to do yoga I am going to meditate and I am going to most importantly work out so I can lose weight and that is my pick. So I'm doing something to release some of that stress to let go of what happened last semester and get prepared for the new semester, my final, final semester. So those wow. are, that's my pick. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool, Jojo. <laughs> I'm actually doing something very similar. I have like a bucket list. And I think I'm going to start around the same time you do. And maybe we can, like, talk about, like, how it's going and, like, keep each other motivated. That'd be really cool. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Anybody else can join, too. If you're listening to this, email us if you want to start your mental health journey and stuff like that. Zoom calls, FaceTime. Let's do it. Yes. Um, my pick of the week, I have been having a lot of stress as well, you know, with finals, I'm pretty sure we're all stressed and dealing with a bunch of mental health things on top of everything else happening. Um, I found an app. Well, I didn't buy, I rediscovered an app because I knew about this app. It's called The Porch. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's, it's a lot of like podcasts and stuff. It's, it's Christian I love to go on and listen to that because they talk about everything that's going on right now just like we do and it's one of my favorites I find myself coming back to that one a lot so if you guys want to listen to us and but you also want to listen to the porch that is such a great platform they go they have everything from relationships to everyday struggles depression they really cover everything and this gets me through a lot I like to listen to it like before I go to sleep it relaxes me or when I'm going on a walk so that's my pick so it's an app called the porch <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's an app called the porch they have a podcast but it's also videos. So they have videos of things they talk about and they have like guests. There's there's a lot of stuff on there. It's really good. Awesome. I love that you're bringing that up because I was listening to a talk this morning and it was, you know, asking us to think about what we do with our in-between time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, right before you go to bed or when you're in your car, or maybe when you're on a walk, like what are you listening to? What are you putting into your brain? What are you feeding your spirit, your mind with? And I think it's wonderful to have positive things like that on our phone so that we reach yeah. to them maybe more frequently than negative things. So thank you for sharing that. And, and again, that's that's an app called yeah. The Porch if you wanna check it out and let us know. Yeah, if you do. and it's completely free. Yeah, oh, not, it's not, free and you can download the episodes before you go somewhere. So if you're not gonna have data, you can download while you're on Wi-Fi. That's a very important thing. Yeah. <laughs> download it, I'll check it out. Thank you, Ashley. Um, well, I have one tip that's not as exciting as your guys's but it is wellness oriented so I will share it 
um, because we've been home and I've been invested. I've been investing a lot more in my nutrition and in my food and in my, my own personal wellness and fitness journey. Um, especially cause I wasn't feeling really well, just, I wasn't living my best life nutritionally and I needed to change that. So, um, I've been focusing a little bit more studying about things that are healthier versus non-healthier. And one thing that I, and I'm sure we've all heard it, that the use of plastics and how our body absorbs and bad nutrients and bad properties from plastics is really important mm-hmm. and leads to a lot of health issues if you're not mindful of it. Well, I, I bought, and I think I went to like home goods and I found them at target, but there are these things called, they're called vegetable bags and they're mesh and some they're made out of different things and they're reusable. So they're great for the environment, but you also like should not plat, you should not store your fruits and vegetables or really anything in plastic in your fridge so when it comes home if you're not going to use it really quickly or you just it's it's a highly like absorbing um food like berries or fruits and vegetables you should get them out of plastic as fast as possible well I don't like just throwing my stuff in the green drawer in your refrigerator like that just bothers me so I got these vegetable bags and you take your veggies out of their plastic containers you put them in these bags like these bags and then you stick them in your vegetable drawer and they last longer, but they also don't absorb the bad properties of plastic. And so it doesn't get into mm-hmm. your system. So I started using these this week. I'll let you know how disciplined I stay about it, but I'm really <laughs> trying to be more mindful of, you know, the things that I put in my body on my body, because it can really collect and cause some health problems later on. So that's my tip of the week. Get yourself some vegetable bags. Don't use single-use plastic. Try to get your food out of plastic and into glass as, as fast as possible. It's better for the environment. It's better for your body. So that's my tip of the week. And that's a great uh, tip, Marka. Fine. <laughs> I'm growing, man. I'm trying to just do different things and make sure I'm staying as healthy as possible. And our food and how we transport it, I mean, it really means a lot. Like I didn't yeah. know how how negative it could be, but, um, and how much it collects in our body, but there's a lot of health issues that go along with that. So hopefully that's helpful. But anyway, those are our tips, tricks, and picks of the week to our scholar friends and to our audience members. And we're really happy you're here today. Thank you again for listening to us kind of go on about whys and our purpose. We'll come with another episode where we give you a little bit more information about maybe how to work through it, how to identify it, what does it mean with some more solid points. We really want to share our personal perspective with you today. And I hope that you enjoyed it because we enjoy talking about it. Um, so anyway, if you do not follow us already, please follow us at CSUB Guardians on Instagram. Um, you can also request our link tree if you're interested in any of our program and in any of our programming, we can send you the link to our link tree. It's also in our bio on our Instagram account. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. And please stay well and healthy and let us know if you enjoyed this topic or if there are any other topics you would like us to talk about. We love suggestions. And we have um, a holiday meal coming up for our guardian scholars. So if any of you are listening to this and you want to take part in that, please make sure that you contact either myself, Jojo or Ashley, and we'll put you on our list because we're going to have a virtual meal together and we're really excited about it. And um, yeah, any questions, let us know, give us the call, 
text, DMS, email, all of the above. And we'll see you guys really soon. Everybody stay well and healthy. Bye. Bye, Bye. everybody.